0: Before we start today, we'd like to talk about the fine, upsetting gentlemen that sponsor this here podcast, Cheapskate Hockey.
1: Cheapskate Hockey is without a doubt the best in the hockey apparel business, boasting a range of headwear, shirts, sweaters, and jerseys for guys and girls, as well as a bunch of handy add-ons like air fresheners, helmet decals, and for those of you that like to get a little creative, pins and patches.
0: Wow, but Puck listeners are in luck, as you are all privy to a discount code at Cheapskate Hockey. All you need to do is go to their website... CheapskateHockey.com, buy some stuff and at your cart, enter Holy Puck, and you'll get a raging 15% off your purchase.
1: Cheapskate Hockey, the game you proudly love, now has clothing you can proudly wear.
0: Yes. Wow. Let me ask you this, though, Cam. Mm-hmm. What do you prefer? Would it be playoff season or would it be free agency season? Free agency. Yes, that's right. This is episode 56 of the Holy Puck Obviously. podcast. I am Cam. Nope, I'm John You're <laughs> <Well. laughs> it. Wow I uh,
1: absolutely prefer free agency over Who does Real life GM mode trumps all Yeah, and I know I, And I will say The most interested I've been in the NBA all season <laughs> Is currently watching the free agency I was listening to an NBA podcast before, right? Wow, and even that's the, weird even the dudes running it are like Yeah, do you yeah, know what's better than watching great. basketball? talking about basketball. <laughs> I'm like, wow, what a glowing endorsement for the modern NBA. People who were paid to cover your sport are like... Don't Num. care
0: until the end of the season. Well,
1: they care, but they care more about free agency. I feel like... As what a, what a glowing older, endorsement though, right?
0: I know. it's That's actually terrifying. Do
1: you know what's good? Watching Steph Curry? Mm, no, watching no. how much he signs for. Yeah. yeah. And
0: watching how, how they fit in all the other pieces around him. Yeah. That's, I, that's kind of... Like a good theme of, I guess, of tonight's show is talking about all the different, like, like it's a giant chessboard, so to speak. Really talking is. about how it all kind of fits. I reckon it's great. Like this is, like, we we're going to talk winners, we're going to talk losers, we're going to talk past grades, fails, we're going to talk about who all got, the big moves. Who got better? Who, who got, got worse? worse?
1: Who stood mute?
0: Yeah. I mean and and so but that being said, standing mute is not necessarily a bad thing in uh Boston in the last couple of weeks because maybe potentially stroke of genius. More on that well, later.
1: Interesting though, there's two that spring straight to mind who've basically sat there and done very little like nothing. In, in regards to new assets, right? Yes. One of them I feel has greatly benefited from that approach. And, and one I think <laughs> is gonna truly suffer from that approach. Oh yes.
0: But we don't have to talk about that right now. We've got we've got some more moves. Uh anyway, so to, to kick off tonight's show, obviously there's fuck all to talk about except uh, fallout from the expansion draft and trade deadline, which has it. been phenomenal. I actually care more about this than I do about anything, anything else in the last month. And I say that knowing the, the final was on in the last month and I still don't care.
1: Look, I greatly enjoyed playoff hockey, right?
0: This like, is better. Greatly. Like enjoyed this it. is better. Like this is better. So it's this like is a, better. here's the thing. I reckon it's a, Solid three and a half out of ten. This is probably a solid tw- twenty nine out of ten.
1: And I think the thing with playoff hockey, and someone said this on a podcast earlier this week too, you get a little burnt out because yeah, because it's the so long being for so long, and then you've got another six weeks of playoffs so long.
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing: ha- there's a there's a predictable end. Yeah, the like, predictable oh, end is somebody wins. Yeah, right. Whereas in a trade deadline time, mm. there is no predictable end. You don't know what's going to happen. Like, which I love. There, I mean, there's some predictability in, where in it, you might pick where three players go and be like this is a good time yep. but really it's not it's completely unpredictable things things can happen that nobody dreams of Radulov can end up in fucking Dallas nobody knows what's happening Vancouver can blow it again it's it's all great it's all great news right and that's why we love trade deadlines so much and hopefully you do too
1: I um I, I think I more than love it is there a term for that I don't even know alright Let's start with direct moves, and let me kick us off right. So we're talking direct player trades, right? Okay. We can we can commence with that. This is what we do. We can do this. All right. And there's a lot to get through, and I want I want very quick and glib reactions from you, just to each transaction. You okay. ready?
0: From 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 the top in terms of how much I give a fuck versus yeah, because like, there's there's quite a lot. Like there's this off season has seen. A substantial amount of moves Compared to I would suggest Probably more than last season
1: Not as many big names But volume Volume. We're dealing with quality Over quantity here
0: Yeah No no I feel like we're dealing with Quantity over quality here Maybe it's both Maybe we've got both Quality and quantity
1: Maybe we've got neither Alright
0: Jesus Ryan
1: Miller is going to Anaheim Why? To be closer to his actress wife Yay or nay Do we
0: care? I don't give a fuck.
1: We don't really care. He's going,
0: to, be, he's <laughs> he's going, to, going be... to Anaheim, our most hated team. Yeah, he's going to be a backup <laughs>
1: goalie on a team that's going to find a way to win a heap of regular season games. And then, and blow then
0: ultimately blow it in the third round. So who cares? Really? Ryan, against you, though? Against probably Edmonton. Edmonton, Yeah, and they'll, they'll progress this time.
1: Yay! Scotty Hartnell, what a roller coaster. Bought out by Columbus, even though he said, guys, I don't want to get bought out by you guys. I've, I've met a girl, I want to get married here and then he re-signs with his original boys back in Nashville I know and I'm pretty
0: sure they protected him at Deadline as well
1: they did well, which they, is hilarious and, they, uh, and well, no, expansion. that's because that's they asked him to waive his no movement clause and he said no Yeah, thinking and then, that would keep him there and then, and then they, they like, protected him and then they bought him out they're like we're going to buy you out fuck you Scotty
0: yeah I don't know I, f- I kind of feel like the indecision there is more interesting because like why would you Why would you just not protect him then you know, what like?
1: a diss though too he's like guys I want to stay protected I want to stay here and they're like "Yeah, we're mm, just going to buy him out <laughs> um, I did Hear a funny comment. It might have been Jeff Marrick said. Um, he goes, "Oh, Scott Hartnell's taking a taking a haircut to go to Nashville." And, <laughs> and he's like, both in terms of pay and his hair.
0: I don't know, man. His hair is like glorious. Oh my god, it's that like, it's like that a lion's mane. It's like an afro that has just like gone awry somewhere. It's like an afro that's trying to turn into a
1: hedge. <laughs> 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 what do we What do we think about Kevin
0: Shattenkirk finally becoming a ranger? Um, I think this is a move purely for living circumstances alone i don't think he gives a fuck about the rangers at all well he
1: did get a call whilst at his house in the hamptons
0: that's what i mean the hamptons i feel like on the three-day breaks where's your boy Shady gonna be partying i just feel
1: like it's so <laughs> short-sighted for, like this is actually a banger of a move from the rags because they got him for four years yeah so they got a dude in his prime four years which means it's low risk term you know less who money, though? Less money, the Devils. Devils fans. Yeah. No, no, not the Devils. Devils, Devils fans. <laughs> less, less money than expected though. Oh
0: god, it's all gone wrong. Shiro sucks. But it seems like it,
1: it reeks of laziness, right? Because here is the thing: It reeks of a short commute. But here is the thing though, right? <laughs> if he's willing to cop an extra hour commute, play for Jersey, get more term, more money, <laughs> and I am like, I am calling it now, and we're gonna tackle this later in the show.
0: That. I actually
1: think the Devils are gonna be better than the Rangers in the next eighteen months to two years. Wow. Yeah.
0: Probably. All right. Does that, you know what? This the, I I love the the fact that he would just trade so he could be closer to his McMansion in the Hamptons. Yeah. East Hampton, I believe.
1: Oh, East Hampton. Oh, glorious. Uh, your favorite dude <laughs> in the people. whole world, Chris Kunitz, is trading in the Steel City for the sunny surrounds of Tampa Bay.
0: I love it because look at do you know he's up for over a million dollars of performance bonuses? Yeah, it's a love it's it. a really good deal for the bolts. So it's not only the bolts get him in. I think below quote, but they got him with performance bonuses, so it's win-win. If he if he yeah. doesn't if he doesn't perform,
1: well, and it's cheap, and it's great and, for and them. He, he replaces that Brian Boyle veteran gritty mm-hmm. dude. He's won he's won four Stanley Cups. He knows how to win. Yeah, you know what? I never thought I'd say this. Great deal involving Chris Kunitz. I know. I and, and in his defense, he's been the left wing for two of the greatest centers of the modern era. So
0: surely, good on him. Surely. He's surely he's he's gonna do something.
1: Yeah, sneaky under the radar, good move. Uh, Dominic Moore and his stellar face-off percentage are going to Toronto. Fifty-eight percent in the dot. He'll yeah. he'll fill that fourth line center role really well, and he's Big. doing it he's doing it for a million bucks. Just cause so cheap, affordable, reliable, very good. Bang anti Niemi gets a shot at redemption backing up <laughs> Matt Murray in Pittsburgh. A
0: shot at redemption. And
1: yeah. I, heard, I read a press release saying they expect him to play 30, 30 games. you yeah. going to trust Anti-Nyemi to fucking play goaltender for even for 30 games. I'm actually astonished that number. Chris and, and Chris Letang will be injured for 21 and a half of them.
0: No, no I was going to say Chris Letang will be injured for all of them, plus another 10 to 15 more. I'm, You know, here's the thing. I'm actually like legitimately surprised that Chris Letang has yet to retire. Like, because it's real. that bad. No, I, I think, I think the Pens organization are like obviously downplaying it and stuff like that. And obviously he's a competitor, but I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm just surprised that he's not like it's time to give up. He has
1: mean stretch it out of the however many P's the Pittsburgh Arena has now. <laughs> it's like it's, it's seriously there's like there's like twelve P's in it. It's like it's like the Pittsburgh paintball P- painting principle, whatever it is. Who gives a it's shit? It's weird. Uh, Kyle Quincy's off to Minnesota for a year. Um, Absolute nothing move. Fantastic. Um, (laughs) Next. Here's one that's sure to tickle your fanny. Uh, Joe Morrow, formerly of the Boston Bruins. Correct. uh, And Carl Olsner, formerly of the Washington Capitals. So that's got both of us covered. Both going to Montreal in an effort to stabilize their blue line. Fantastic. None of you can move the puck up the ice still. You are fucked.
0: Yeah, here's here's where I'm like, I'm okay with it. Like, I... I'm more cut that Schmidty went, but I think... Who went, sorry? Schmidty.
1: Is he a player or is he a friend from the local Irish pub? Why can't it be both? What?
0: Huge. <laughs> uh, no, here's the thing. Since Olsen was injured in the playoffs of the 2016-17 playoff run, where we went out in the second round again, he... What round did you go out in? Number two. Okay. okay. Deuce. Dos. Dos. <laughs> uh, sorry, he... Dos playoff <laughs> eviction. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, yet, yet another familiar playoff eviction. <laughs> anyway, he injured his groin and struggled to come back and make the team. Sorry, quick pun:
1: deja vu or deja poo?
0: Oh, I oh, get it. Deuce. That's joke. Deja yeah, yeah, not bad. So I'm, I'm not super cut that he's gone. Like he's a good. He's not a two way. He's shut down. He's yeah, good defenseman. So which during the what, 16, which, 17, which, season, which is what Montreal needed more
1: of: shut down defenseman,
0: not, not puck, puck moving defenseman. Lol hey, Let- remember when they had one? Probably no. one of the best in the game, actually. No. Do you remember, remember when they had PK Subban? Do you remember that? Oh, Pebble. I remember that. Yeah, I remember him. Thanks, Bojavan. Remember him well. Kudos. Kudos. Um, oh dear. Um, <laughs> Tyler Randall
1: is going to be the replacement Chris Neal in Ottawa. So he's been a he's been a Providence goon who's done a little bit of time in the big club. Nice. Um, actually, seems like a really good dude, and he's tough as nails. So he's a younger, cheaper, more affordable version of Chris Neal who can stew in the minors, and if they need him occasionally, bring, bring him up. up. Punch Big a couple club. dudes. Back you uh-huh. go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Radam Rabata is probably, Yes. He'll probably go on Potter cheeky 25 goals with the Panthers.
0: Are you suggesting fulfilling like the Yaga role? Probably more the Marsha so role. Oh, yeah.
1: And then the Yaga role is getting handed to... His name escaped uh, Dadanov. They've acquired that kid from the KHL who yeah. they actually drafted a while back. Yeah, yeah, but let's for a, went yeah. home to the KHLs, come back and apparently he's yeah. been red hot in the KHL. Yeah, yeah that's
0: we we did similar Could well, we be did a something similar with play Cuz
1: yeah. he's on the line with like, Barkov and um Huberdell.
0: Well, both Barkov and Marchiso were Huge
1: fantasy value. No, Barkov was shit out this year. No, the before. Because he bad. was in and My out. Bad. He was injured. Okay, yeah. that's right. Yeah. I know because I drafted him. <laughs> but it didn't turn out well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alexander Bermistrov is now a Canuck, making Vancouver his third club in 12 months. Um, Mad. <laughs> he was shit house in Winnipeg, but he was really good in Arizona. He's probably going to get a bigger role in Vancouver. I don't, I don't mind it.
0: Yeah, I feel like. The, I don't mind it. Here's, here's the thing. I mean, I don't care about the player nor the move, but what I will say is, I think Vancouver are proactive. Not yes, but I think Terrible. they're right on the money with their their rebuild strap. Poorly dressed. Yeah, well, obviously poorly dressed. Average uniforms. Average <laughs> uniforms at best. <laughs> a slime green and blue. Mad. Great logo. Great. Killer whale. What That's is awesome.
1: it? Oh, I thought sorry, I thought it was a horseshoe with someone's drawn on the front of it.
0: No, it's like. A- it's it, it's all right. It's weird,
1: all right. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's weird. It's not great, guys. Vancouver rule number one for marketing, right? Reduce noise in the marketplace. Yeah,
0: yeah. Get if a I, logo people can fucking understand. Yeah, like
1: we obviously <laughs> know what it is, but if we showed but, like, that to we've a done random the research person, to make sure
0: they're like, what is that? Be is like, like, that a
1: shark? That's an odd looking horseshoe.
0: Yeah, look, like, what's with the U thing? Mm. Oh no, it's a C. Oh, oh, that doesn't look like a C. Also, what's oh it's a killer whale. Cute. Mm. Next. I anyway, I, I think their rebuild's going really well. I think that although Are you kidding me, they they all they're doing is they they're basically trying to flush all of their big contracts out and bring in nothing but youth. They signed Louis
1: Eriksson for six years at six million dollars.
0: Besides the Louis Eriksson deal, <laughs> I think it's not actually that bad, and they've they're essentially instructing their fans deal with the next two years. Yeah, that's true. At least they're being honest. So what I'm really saying is let's revisit in two years. Okay. where like they're not dog shit.
1: No, I like where you're going. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nick Bonino is going to be boot scooting with the Preds on a four-year deal. I love, love, this. It. love how, it. How good is knocking out a team and winning the Stanley Cup? And then going, going to play for them. And then going to play for them. On also, their second
0: line. Huge. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be the second line center. I reckon. You reckon he's going to sit there in the middle?
1: Well, here's what I believe is
0: going well, to. Well, they be. let a few dudes
1: walk. Well, here's what I believe is going to occur. Hmm. He is going to be the third line center. Wow. The second line center could be a Colton Sissons type. Ah. And by going on the third line and playing that shutdown defensive two way style center role, he is making Mike Fisher redundant, and Mike Fisher will be forced into retirement because whilst he could get a single year deal with another club, Mike Fisher's like, man, I don't want to leave Carry Underwood in Nashville. I'm just going to retire. Wow. I've made my money. I'm happy. Let's go home. That's good. Yeah, so that's what I think is going to happen with old Bones Benino. Uh, Benoit Pouliot and Seth Griffith are both heading to Boredom Town, <laughs> aka Buffalo. <laughs> um, I <Hey> actually, too. <laughs> I actually quite like the Pouliot deal because here's the thing: like, oh it's not his fault that he was paid a lot of money in Edmonton and didn't perform. And I think yeah. given given the price that Buffalo got him, right? Yeah, yeah. Anything above a thirty five point year, yeah, is acceptable return. If he has a forty five point year dependent like like let's say he So wins- you're
0: suggesting that if he outperforms so if he gets thirty six points or above, that's a fucking stellar deal. Well
1: that top line's gonna be Evander Kane, Ryan O'Reilly and whatever, right? Oh yeah. Poso. The yeah. second line will be Eichel. If Eichel's got
0: Pulliod on his left wing yeah.
1: and something like again Eichel can, make- Eichel, can make- Eichel can make anyone Look good Like he's a playmaking centre Yeah A competent winger Can feed off that So I think it's a good deal um, Seth Griffith is another Boston underperformer Yeah I like Seth uh, Who Griffiths went though. to Toronto I think as well And now he's here So you know Maybe it works out For old Seth Here's one for you though Old oh, Seth your boy
0: Guess who's getting The band back together Who Stan Bowman Get the band Back together What do you mean Your boy oh, Patrick Your boy Yeah One year One million dollars
1: <laughs> Side note Don't bring your wives Or girlfriends to the games yeah. Just, or, sh- or Sharpie will go in full creep mode.
0: Uh, as they say, hide your kids, hide your wife.
1: Oh my God, hide your Wi Fi.
0: <laughs> Patrick Sharp. <laughs> yeah, look, Patrick Sharp
1: going back to Chicago, it makes sense. We, we were talking about this before we started recording. The Blackhawks will probably be really good this year. For, for no reason. For absolutely no reason. It'd be completely inexplicable.
0: Here's the thing, right? Stan Bowman is. So his team will be perfectly adequate. Like, they'll be like. A three and a half out of five, right? Like perfectly adequate for most of the season. They'll probably be like, you know, like a five, like a you know, in turn like five hundred percentage by the time like the the final deadline kicks in. And then he'll make some ridiculous moves. And someone's the, like,
1: dick will fall off. They'll go on IR on April one, and he'll acquire. Yeah, like
0: like Taser will be sick for yeah, six weeks, and he'll acquire and he'll, like.
1: like I don't know. He will, you. will be Covel chuck for the playoffs, and he
0: he will acquire like nine dudes, and they'll they'll go they'll swing all the way through because that's what he does. Like he, he's a deadline.
1: he's one s- for Savant you. somehow. Here's one for you. Yeah. So they obviously traded Panera and Fassad Yep. With Columbus, right? To get and the Sa- band back together. And Sard's being placed on Tave's line. Yep. And the complaint all last year was Tave was given dog shit wingers, had no one to play with. Yep. They're gonna re-stabilize it. Tave's is gonna have a huge se- huge season how big's the patrick kane drop off without panarin
0: ooh
1: because everyone keeps saying ooh is patrick get-
0: kane good enough to just be patrick kane well, without without any without any like season regulars
1: here's here's what i've received in the abuse on the internet, when I've said this before, quite quite a lot, which is you'll find. significant.
0: Angry Blackhawks fans, insert your emotions here.
1: Yeah, because they don't actually deal in facts. They
0: <laughs> insert your emotions. Um, here. But
1: basically, dudes are saying like Panarin was only good because Kane made him good. Ooh. I would argue that Patrick Kane didn't win the MVP till he had Panarin on his line. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, don't I feel wrong, like he's going Patrick to be... Kane, phenomenal player, Panarin's right?
0: Panarin's going to be just ridiculous for Columbus. Patrick a phenomenal his, player.
1: I'm not arguing, but I don't think he's going to be an 85-point so, player without are Panarin. Are you
0: suggesting, then, that Columbus effectively trade rapes Dan Bowman and, and Chicago? I'm doing something. Hang on. There's, I'm, some, there's I'm, some I'm some doing research. recon. On. I don't know. I think, I think that Panarin, not only based on fantasy value, but his just general generational talent and the fact that they had to pay him overs upon overs based on his performance well, last season.
1: What this deal did it got them it got them contract stability. So what this gets them is um because Saad signed at that six million dollar yep. rate or whatever for four years, yep. it means Bowman doesn't have to worry about fluctuation. Panarin nope. was only signed for two years, and yep. he'll, he'll need he would have needed a bridge needed at eight least. million dollar yep. deal. So, so now I, they can I, just I, give
0: him to the Columbus and just let them deal with it.
1: I understand that, however, but you
0: lose the performance.
1: Well, line projections. huge. Line projections next year, right?
0: Which already look rough.
1: What they're actually saying is because they've they've re- reacquired Shafi for that second line right wing slot. Yep and because there's no adequate left winger to bolster Kane, it looks like they're running a top line of Sard Taves, and Kane.
0: Oh, God.
1: Which is actually, that, that's phenomenal, right? Yeah, from, from a one, fantasy standpoint, everyone's going to kill it. Yeah, From a real-life standpoint, that line's going to kill it. But How everyone How are the else other three lines on the team going to go?
0: No one knows.
1: Because uh, Artem Anisimov, he's a competent centre when he had Panarin and Kane on either side of him. Correct. Now, now he's got an older, right. broken-down Patrick Sharp on performance bonuses, and wait for it. Nick Schmaltz.
0: Yay! Who's
1: and that? On the third line, you've got John <laughs> Hayden, Tanner Hero, and Richard Panic. is your projected lines. Not great. And on the fourth line, you've got Lance Borma, Space, Ryan Hartman. I say Mad. Space because Kruger is off to the Golden Knights.
0: He is. So essentially, you've got a top line of legends, mm-hmm. a second line of no-talent has-beens, and essentially, your, two, your third and fourth line is a bunch of no-talent nobodies.
1: Ataman Isimov is going to have a real tumble this year if his winger options are Hartman and Sharp. Do you think Whereas he's last going to get upset year, his, 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 trade? His winger options were... Well, Generational if turn, talents. If I turn to my left, <laughs> I've got Panarin, and I turn to my right, <laughs> I've got Kane. And now, now all of a turn, sudden... Now he turns to his left, he's like, Who are through you? Through traffic cones. Who are you, Excellent. Is? He's like, Oh, I'm Richard Panic. He's like, Oh, I thought you were the drinks boy. Yeah. It's like,
0: weren't you giving out half-eaten cheeseburgers last season?
1: And look, no offence, Richard Panic. You know we think you're a good player, but come on, man. Come on, man. You're not Patrick Kane. You know know Kane. You know Panarin. And and we hope you're no Patrick Kane because... We respect women at the Holy Puck Podcast. Especially in Buffalo. Especially in Buffalo.
0: Especially in the great state of New York. So, Toronto are paying overs for your boy Ron hasey
1: Love it. Because Ron Hainsey, whole career, no playoffs. First year he gets traded to a team and wins Bang! the Stanley Cup. Then cashes in, goes to Toronto. We're calling it. He will win at least one cup in the next three years.
0: Yeah. Yep. Simply from just, like... Just being there well, like to, to he's Toronto's a in good good this Glorious like position
1: him. They're in this Glorious position Where they've got All these Jets On entry level deals Like you yeah, pat them out so With the your Marlowe's And there. your Haines He's just going to be
0: there. there Punch a few dudes And get a couple assists That's his job
1: Imagine if Ron Hayes career <laughs> ends like this right? First 10 years No playoff <laughs> <He> just, action
0: <laughs> last, last, three, last 3 years 2 bounces. cups No no He just bounces from team to team cups. So like next season Alright here we go Next season So this season So This season coming The 17-18 season
1: Toronto definitely win now Alright calling it Toronto currently paying 18-1 on sports bet toronto to win the stanley cup with ron hazy next season traded to edmonton they win the first <laughs> cup in the mcdavid era final year of his contract which gets flipped he contract gets flipped to vancouver calgary calgary yeah, yeah. wins the, the stanley cup ron hainsey
0: i feel like ron hainsey's now he's now the mark of, of victory if you have ron hainsey which is so funny because like I thought he was a legend playing for Carolina but now just because it was shit no, but like, because it was
1: a shit situation
0: yeah like he, I think he's he's a mid-tier defenseman at best right yeah and he, he did a really good job um, <laughs> like I guess fulfilling that like mid-level dude who like occasional bruiser occasional puck handler like nothing nothing great but then he's, he's not flashy no he, he's a grinder dude but he's adequate it's great He's adequate, perfectly adequate. Do
1: you know what he is? He's the printer guy at your office. Yep. You don't think you need him, but then you you don't realize you need him, and then your printer stops working, he's the only one that can fix it.
0: Like all of a sudden, he's carrying you the puck, bang, assist city cost you. Ron
1: Hainesy. Ron Ron Hainesy. Did
0: Ron get the puck? Where (laughs) did
1: that come from? Extreme technology printing firm. Ron Hainesy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Extreme. He is, he is, legitimately, he is Fuji Xerox. Yeah. Saving the day on a Friday afternoon. Yep. On
1: you, Ron. You know what we're gonna do? We're you know what else? We have,
0: to, we have to do six months worth of printing. You know what? Right. Grey Grey Polo, X, in. Always, tucked in. always tucked in. Always tucked in. Always tucked in. Potential. Black pon- New Balance. Ponytail. ponytail. Ponytail? Black New Balance. Oh yeah. For days. Oh
1: printing, on, you know. What coloured socks. Printing guys, you are the glue of the technological community. No, they
0: actually are. They actually you and are I them. both work in IT. Where would we be without printing guys? Oh Fuck. Man, I
1: don't really print anything. I just use e-signatures, so I'd be alright.
0: Yeah, but everyone else in the everyone world. Everyone else would be fucked. Dude, I work in a fucking law firm. If it Ooh. wasn't for those dudes. Mm, true.
1: Like. Hey, we're moving on to some big trades, though. The Washington we? Capitals acquired Anthony Peluso. That's a game changer.
0: No. Nah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Bo Bennett and St. Louis. No. Nah, none of nah. the value added. No. Nah. <laughs> no, you know what? Bo Bennett could potentially be all right in St. Louis. Speaking of St. Louis, not offering now Yakupov a new deal. <laughs> Still an unclaimed free
0: agent. <laughs> Who's gonna pick him up? You know what? The Caps will probably just pick him up.
1: <laughs> I reckon
0: the LA Kings. Yeah, I like that.
1: League minimum eight hundred uh, eight hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, they just toss him like with a It's a courtesy with, fuck. With a, a two hundred. Like... 000... <laughs> it's a mercy fuck. With a no, two hundred. Curta- like,
0: yeah, like
1: <laughs> with a two hundred thousand dollars performance bonus to get into a flat mill.
0: Yeah, and they will like. I feel like they'll Like pay overs anyway Yeah
1: um, But I just find that Really interesting That like Speaking of LA though But I do find that Don't you find that interesting That the Blues are like Yep yeah, we're willing to take A flyer on Bo Bennett Do you want to offer Now Yakupov another deal
0: No, nah. nah. <laughs> Just flat <laughs> Like can you imagine That convo you- nah.
1: Imagine his agent Walks in And he goes Oh hi guys like, What are you doing here like, he goes, Who do you oh, wait, represent to- again uh, Like four <laughs> other
0: dudes <laughs> And like for- Are you here for any of these like, Oh no I'm here for Nail actually <laughs> They're like yeah, Not dude, today. get get your parking <laughs> yeah, validated yeah, yeah, and get yeah. the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you speak to reception to get you.
1: Actually, you know out. what? We don't validate parking anymore. Just get out. Get out. Get out. Just anyway, get so out.
0: LA picked up Kammer,
1: Um, which Back is here. weird. Million dollars. Yeah, flat. Mike Camilleri
0: still got juice. Yeah, I feel like he's just. I I he's probably one of the only performing dudes of the last couple of years. It was on the Devil's lineup. Yeah, well, before they acquired Taylor Hall, it was just him yeah. and like Travis Zajac. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean Henrik occasionally, like you know finger fucking some dudes but then occasionally <laughs> occasionally like some of the other guys will do something but um, then all of a sudden um, the new Taylor Devils or the new or the New Jersey Halls or well, let's
1: get to that a little later in the show because overall my dick mid-chub over the Devils offseason I
0: know you're you have legitimately I feel like no one, no one's buying the, in harder to the Devils no, than Jim Sham Jamerson. I feel like you've bought a jersey and you've literally just been like, I've
1: always toyed with getting a Scott Stevens jersey. This is the always, red and green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Christmas tree. You
0: know, I, my brother was telling me that he really wants him to sign him as a defensive coach, and I'm like, that's pretty Scott cool. Stevens. Yeah, he has been coaching.
1: He's been yeah, coaching yeah. with Min- He's actually quit his job at Minnesota though to spend more time with his family. I don't think he'll go with the Devils.
0: I don't think he'll go anywhere.
1: Um, but I think it's a
0: good story, though, nonetheless.
1: I agree, though. Mike Cam to the Kings. Keen. Very low-risk deal. Million dollars. He could get 20 goals. That's all Dude, right. Dude,
0: I feel like this is one of the dudes who's going to get flipped at deadline.
1: Yeah, and get some assets back for them and actually let them start retooling and getting some or picks.
0: even if they get... What, a second and a third round pick It'd be a good
1: deal Now look, Adam Clendenning uh, is off to Arizona Absolutely no one cares, including us So I don't even think can. Adam
0: Clendenning cares No,
1: I don't know if he you know, Tell me more about being it. a mid-tier
0: player he's, oh. pro- he's
1: probably still in Dubrovnik on holiday <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Martin Martin Hansel and his big rig They're getting paid and they're going to Dallas Love like it Like everybody else Love it Oi, get around the Dallas pivots down the middle Tyler Sagan Next Jason Spezel Next Martin Hansel Huge you know what? Dallas also paying eighteen to one on Sportsbet. Get on it. Chams on. Get on. I'm calling it this year. You ready for it? 2018 Western Conference Final: Dallas Stars versus the Edmonton Oilers. Wow. Eastern Conference Final. Wait for it. Yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs.
0: Pittsburgh.
1: Versus the Berg. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They'll go. Do you reckon they're going to push for three?
1: Leafs to push through. Yeah. Leafs. Oh, le- Leafs will the beat end. them in seven. Yeah. Gonna play the Oilers. Oh, and Batman And Batman gets his McDavid-Matthews matchup and everyone ejaculates everywhere.
0: Essentially, he has to pay a a 19-year-old to follow him around with a bucket to clean up the sperm. I feel bad for that I can be that 19-year-old. I'm excited just thinking about it. You could. Anyway, Uh, Mr. Game 7, aka, well, never lost to Game 7 until he played for the Capitals. So we've essentially broken Mr. Game 7. It's going home to Carolina.
1: Oh, is this another good player leaving Washington?
0: Yep. That's brand um, new, brand
1: new information.
0: Yeah, so he's going back. This is good. Two I like year, it.
1: Two years, nine million. You know what? The Canes are going to be fucking sick this year. They well, they've definitely gotten a lot better. I'm real into it, eh? Huge. Real into it. Uh, who else have we got on our list? Uh,
0: Johnny Bernier signed up with Colorado for <laughs> no good reason. <laughs> Imagine waking up <laughs> and you're and the <laughs> best deal your agent. No, no, you can no get your agent of course. was like, sick. dude, oh. you just got traded. This is sick. And, and so he obviously tells you how much first. It's. I don't even know what the. I think it's like. Is it three and a half or four million a year or it's, it's. It's not huge, right? More than
1: he deserves based off recent production.
0: Yes. Anyway, the first thing he says is, "You just got traded." Here's the term, sick.
1: Where are Colorado, you going, though. Colorado? He goes.
0: Oh. oh. Don't um, worry, they're rebuilding. Draisaitl is a great GM. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a, here's
1: some more interesting Goaltending information though Chad Johnson's going to Buffalo To back up Robin Leonard Yep What I'm hearing is New Buffalo management Don't like Robin Leonard As a person And they're flipping him I wonder if he gets moved Chaddy Johnson becomes Your number one And he blows up Like he did in the first half Of the season for the Flames Ooh. Maybe the Sabres Overperformed this year Wow Given that there's
0: some Weakened teams in their div Well The East is Making Wide some, open. It's, it's weird now So are you suggesting then That I like Robin Leonard, by the way.
1: I like the fact that he took some time out from a game to say hello to a fan, yeah. and I like the fact that he trains MMA and is apparently a legitimately dangerous man and can fight. Because I don't know I, what he I, looks like behind. He's a, I big, he's a big. I haven't rig. seen him behind the. I have behind the mask. Big rig, and apparently people are legit scared of him because he's like wow. big and he's like. And so bang. maybe like maybe he, he the Buffalo Eichels,
0: bang. because Eichel is fulfilling the, the GM owner, like captain coach role. He is legitimately terrified that he's going to get bashed in the car park.
1: You know what? I was listening to, you know how I told you about the Boston sports hockey podcast, and Chicklets? Yeah. I was listening to that this week and they had Jack Eichel on. Really? Because he's got strong Boston roots because he played for Boston College and all that. Really good dude. Like humble? And and they straight up talk to him. They're like, you've got a bad rap at the moment. And he goes, man, I don't know what to do. He goes, anything I say, people run with it. Yeah, misconstrue He's straight like
0: straight up, everyone thinks he's a dickhead.
1: And, he, and he's like, yeah, I had strong feelings about what we should be doing. He's like, I'm sorry. But he's like, I'm, he's like, I want to be a winner. He's like, I want to play for Buffalo. Yeah. I want to bring a cup here. I want to succeed. But
0: this team, forgive been me for having strong
1: here. fucking feelings and putting him out there. And I'm like, eh, all right, I'm on board. Yeah. And then until he blows it, obviously, get around this. And he, you know, you know, I'm always a sucker for this shit. Where's number fifteen? Because it was his dad and his sister's favorite number. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, Apparently ties. All right. Yeah. Apparently his number was number nine, and Evander Kane wears it. Ah. And he's like, no, I wanted 15. He goes, that was the year I was drafted. And it was my dad and sister's favorite number. So it was meant to be. Side note, his dad tried to get his sister into playing hockey. And his sister's like, yeah, not really feeling it. And because he couldn't get a refund on it, he handed over the skating lessons to Jack at like age three. And Jack was like, sick, this is killer. Made his dad get in the NHL package. And he's like, my dad and I used to watch like four games every night. That's sick. And And he goes, he's like, my dad wasn't a hockey guy. He's like, my dad was a basketball guy. He's like, I was the hockey guy. So
0: what you're saying is, like, it's not really hubris. He's just he's just got that winner attitude and he's, he's
1: just, just a, like... He's just a... You know what he is? You know how you talk to hockey? You hear about hockey players and they're like, I don't like watch hockey anymore because I play. Yeah. He's like, I still just sit on the team dude. bus and I watch games. Yeah. He's like, I pay for a Game Center account so I can watch games. Yeah. He's like, if we're going to Vancouver, I want to know who's hot in Vancouver. And I'm watching, watching games. So he's like, take it's good, sessions right? with our trainer for us. He's like, that's he's cool. all over it. I've already done it.
0: Yeah. I back him. Yeah. I back him. Yeah. So we've this a lot. Like, we kind of backed the stones on being able to call it out. But, yeah, it's, but you maybe know it's what? not I, the stones I, now. I kind maybe of feel like we
1: need to apologize, too, because we were all over him. We're like, we oh, were. Fucking to oh, be oh, fair, cool. though, it was funny. Oh, look. <laughs> as, a, as a bit. As a bit. It was great. Hilarious. Good time. But I'm fully happy to eat my own hat and say, you know what? We were wrong.
0: To be fair, if the if the word is, I'm trying to make this team better because I want to stay here. And all things I've seen, he does legitimately Well, he said that like too. Buffalo. He's like, my
1: agent's been working on a deal to keep me here for a long time.
0: Yeah. like, And he, he's one of those dudes that you go to a team, you stay.
1: The thing is too, he That's goes, good. Buffalo's a great hockey town. He's like, we don't have baseball here. We no. don't have basketball. It's They're like, we've competing. got football and we've got hockey. And he's like, and yep. aside from the football and hockey, there's nothing in Buffalo. Lacrosse. He, he's like, he's like, I want to be in Buffalo. He's like, this is a hockey town, man. Mm-hmm. I'm on board. Nice. Um, speaking of things I don't rate, and this really upset <laughs> me, Sam Gagné, uh, Michael Delzotto, and Anders Nilsson have all gone to Vancouver. The reason I don't like it is they're obviously good moves to Vancouver. I think yeah. Delzotto adds a lot to that blue line. Yep. Gagné, I'm spewing because I really like Sam Gagné as a yeah. dude. I love his redemption story. Yeah, I yeah. love his the output whole this good. year on yep. a small deal. Fuck, I wanted to see him go and win a cup somewhere.
0: Yeah, but and it's now, not going to be in Vancouver. No. Nah. So now he's going to be there for like what? Three years. And then retire. Uh,
1: no, nah, he won't be retirement age, but I feel like he's in this weird purple patch where it's like he's really good makes on no the power sense. play. Yeah. He was like an unknown quantity on that fourth line. But, so teams didn't like think they had to mark him. He was just boo, 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 is on it. But obviously
0: playing for Vancouver, that's kind of... It's going to be redundant. Now. Well, here's the thing. There was talk of him sense. going to
1: Chicago and I was willing to lift my... Chicago hatred curtain to support Tim Gagne. So that's disappointing. It Um, is. Brian Elliott, now formerly a Philadelphia flyer. So the really good thing about this is Philly hasn't had a solid goaltender for 20 years and they still don't have one. Nope. Because Brian Elliott will have, like, he'll have a real good game, right? He's going to get a shutout against the Maple Leafs, right? And And then then he's going to give up nine against fucking And then we'll be bringing
0: in Steve Mason again. No, because Steve Mason has gone to the peg. He has.
1: But. Uh, I don't get it. Ron Hextall so is a goalie. Neuver's why do you? Stays, oh why God. do you keep looking for fucking band-aid solutions in net? You need to pony up one of your big assets and get a fucking endy. We've been saying
0: this, and we've been saying this for two years. Actually, I think you're fine.
1: Yeah, you're fine. Uh, Brian Boyle's gone to the Devils. Love it. I do believe he's another New Yorker or at least in that region. It's either New York or Boston, so he's a lot closer to home. Upper East. Um, And I do love the very rapid improvement we're seeing in the Devils. And the aforementioned Stevie Mason and Dmitry Kulikov are making their way to the peg. I quite back this, because Kulikov had a dog shit year for the Sabres. He did. I actually don't think he's capable of having another year that's that bad. I think he could be quite good in Winnipeg and I think he's going to get opportunity because they bought out Mark Stewart mm-hmm. um, and Potsman's been moved as well and I think Steve Mason isn't like what you would call top tier but he could give just enough of a buffer and shoulder enough games so you for young Connor Hellebuck to grow as he needs to. Are you to.
0: suggesting a 25 to 40 game stretch I off could, and
1: on? I could see Mason and um, Hellebuck having a legit 1A, 1B tandem until one gets hot.
0: And then they ride the
1: hot. And then they ride the so hot. So the obvious, kind of like how Calgary did.
0: So the obvious thing is to obviously, Hallabuck was like,
1: he was just too young and he was thrown but, in the deep end. But he, and he especially was good in though, right? He was good, but he was playing there was a stretch, Leakey. yeah. Wittiped, there was like stretch where he was
0: unreal, right? Wittiped and play so they obviously hockey. They do. They, they well, play they high to.
1: risk hockey because they've got they've they, got they Bufflin, have to do that. they've got Myers, so and they've got Trouba, and all of those dudes jump the play and get on offense. They do. So he was exposed a lot. I feel like a little more clamp down on defense and a little guidance from Stevie Mason. So are you Connacht suggesting... The That's
0: right. So I, I guess what the situation they're trying to create is they put someone like Stevie Mason who could nip at his heels a little bit to force him to get better.
1: Correct. A little bit of veteran presence. All yeah. that stuff. I like... I quite like the move, and a lot. Of, I like Stevie Mason. I
0: think it was good.
1: A lot of analysts are, are bragging on this. They're like bad move from Winnipeg, blah blah. blah. I'm like, mm, I eh. think there's teams that have made a lot worse moves. Yeah. I think Kulikov can only get better, and I think Mason and Connor together are going to be pretty good. Side note though, why the fuck do the Rangers let Antti Ranta go and then they bring Andre Pavlik in?
0: Nobody knows. This makes no sense. Actually, the Rangers make no sense. Sometimes they sign Kevin Shattenkirk at a four year deal, and then. But then they move out Stepan and Ranter to Arizona.
1: Like, because they're getting turn back and they're getting cash back and all that. But, like, there's one glaring piece that the Rangers move off the board to get cap space. His name's Rick Nash. Yeah. He hasn't been Rick Nash for, like, three years. They've moved. Moving Stepan on means their top two centers is Mika Zibanejad and Kevin Hayes. Dude,
0: they let Girardi go.
1: Well, I back that Because Gerardi is a fucking traffic cone That was yeah. a buyout too um, So yeah, Girati, Dual salary life in Tampa Bay though Get that buyout money from yeah. the rag And then that state tax-free income in Tampa Yeah
0: Yeah I, I feel like in Tampa That's going to be a good move They'll probably slot him in on the third pair Yeah, Makes sense Trevor Daly and the Red Wings Are going to
1: take an L together For another three years this Makes sense I mean, Daly He's won his Cubs now Go get that cash It's fine Yeah Yeah
0: and, Go and um, help, help them grow because that's what the, the fuck the wings need to grow. Yeah.
1: Holy shit. And then Nick Cousins is re-upped with Arizona. He's not really what you would call a name, but I'm I'm quite into Nick Cousins. I back it. Yeah, man. I back that Johnny boy. So, what we just covered then was the big free agent moves. Now we need to talk about trades. Yeah. And we need to talk about some extensions too and some wacky ones. So again, because we've got a lot to get through, I want a, a quick glib remark. Alexi Emelin from the Golden Knights of the Predators for a third round pick.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with this. What? <laughs>
1: like, okay, GMGM GM got a third round pick for Alexi the Traffic Cone Emelin. Yeah, I know. So he's killed it. What the fuck is David Coyle doing?
0: Nobody knows. He doesn't need Alexi Emelin. <laughs> he's, he's literally... He bought d- in. He bought into whatever GMGM GM said. But like, he's, he, he's just like, Oh, that's a great idea. I should totally do that. No, you shouldn't.
1: Poyle's like kept his entire top six defenders intact. Yeah. Intact. He's got he's got Suban, Ryan Ellis, Matthias Hackholm, Roman Yossi, <laughs> Young yeah, Weber, yeah. and Matt Irwin. He's like, I'm gonna get Alexi Emelin. Are you fucking kidding me? I've been <laughs> so into the Predators, and the only thing that maybe not fully loved them was James Neal, who's gone. Yep. And then they go get Alexi Emmelin, who we all know I fucking hate.
0: Yeah, you really, you really dislike him, hey. He could probably be your number one hater, dude. He'd be up
1: there, that's for sure. Yep. Um, Mark Edward Vlasic signed an eight-year extension with the Shark. He's worth sure fifty-six did. million.
0: And then went word Back for at- word, "Fuck you, I'm going to the Olympics." Did he really? Yep. He got. I don't, He actually said word for word. I don't care if I if I get fined for going to the Olympics. I'm getting paid fifty-six million dollars immediately after that. Lol.
1: Wow. New favorite player status. Yeah. Dude, um, so, did
0: you not see this? He's just like, no. I'm going to Olympics. I don't care if I get fined. Fuck off. Oh, legend. So, as he got his payday, though, he waited literally during, I think it was during the conference or, or the next conference after. Love he was it. like, 100% going. Fuck you. I'm going anyway. Mm. There's nothing good about it. Absolutely like, love that. While getting paid for this $6 million. Fuck off. Absolutely love
1: that. Huge right. But look, the Sharkies had to make that extension. Sure and- did. As important as Brent Burns in is, Classic's just as important. Correct. Uh, Martin Jones, six-year extension with the Sharkies, average makes annual sense. value five point seven five. He needed his payday. Do back hard. That's fine. Correct. Cam Fowler, eight-year extension with the Ducks, worth fifty-two million. It's too much.
0: I'm happy with the money. The term. No, no, the term. Oh. It's the same deal with Oshi. The term. Oh my. God. The money makes sense. The term. The term. My God.
1: Why, um, God, why? He's a good deal. Justin Schiltz, three years with the Pens at 5.5. Perfect. You know what that is? That's a sensible deal. That's a deal made by a, a reigning GM. cup
0: champion. You know what I like about that deal, though? Like, because Justin Schiltz got shot on a lot. Like, he, Prior
1: to joining the Pens. But he was great this year. I so fucking good. rode him in fantasy, the, too. The,
0: the coming of age party.
1: He said coming. And you smiled at me while you did
0: it. Little little graphic there with the And John's making
1: weird little dick movements.
0: With my my mic. I don't know if you can hear me slapping it about my face. You can't hear it,
1: but I can certainly see it, and I'm disturbed enough for all of us. Get on board. All right, I'm on board. (laughs) Um, Colin Wilson (laughs) sent packing by the Preds to the Avalanche. Fuck, that's got to suck. Imagine nearly kissing Ward Stanley and then landing in Colorado. (laughs) You get off the plane and Joe Sakic's there. He's like, hey, Colin. Welcome to the... Colin's just like, fuck off. He Joe.
0: immediately calls his agent. You said I was playing for the Ducks! <laughs> Imagine you get on the plane <laughs> and you're in Colorado! And your agent's like, ooh,
1: it's a mystery flight. I won't tell you where you've been, How do you get off the plane in Denver. And he's like, have I been traded to the Rockies? Am I playing baseball now? He's like, no, no you're playing for worse.
0: the 80s. Yeah.
1: Oh, God. Um, Joe Thornton signed a one-year $8 one million year. Dollar extension with the Sharkies. To which he signed... On his lawnmower. On his
0: lawnmower. I lo- in his all-time flip-flops.
1: I love it, though, because that's that's the Sharks and Joe Thornton going, let's be real, we've all got one year on this ride left together. Yeah. If we don't win it this year, we're, one crack. we're blowing it up.
0: Yeah, one crack. That's all this... this like, you know what? Let's just... One and more then, go, and then one more go around,
1: and then obviously Patrick Marlowe. off he goes as a free agent has signed for three years yep. with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Crazy.
0: Now, this this let me. This begs a question: mm. What are they doing with JVR? Where's he going, John? I'm glad you asked
1: because, as you'll see here on my notes, ah, I will see. I have, and I do see. I have my little tinfoil theory. Ah, so the Leafs have gone right whilst your boys Nylander. Matthews yep. and Manara on their rookie deals. We've got a bit of flex. Yep. We'll bring in Marlowe. He's reliable. Rarely gets injured. Always plays. Good for 55 points. Game winner 60 against every year.
0: single team in the league. Game winner. Except
1: except the Knights. Proven game winner. Give it time. Give it time. <laughs> first Proven, game. <laughs> he'll probably have three goals in the first game. <laughs> Proven game winner. Yep. We'll bring him in, which therefore makes JVR expendable. Which we are going make to dangle JVR Four. for a defenseman. Makes sense. Here's who I believe the options are. Okay, hit me. Justin Folk of the Carolina Hurricanes. Oh, Folk, that makes sense. Because young Jacob Slavin and Noah Hannafin, yeah, yeah, I believe, yeah. they haven't made Folk redundant, but they're doing a better job than he's doing for a tenth of the money.
0: Yeah, and I mean, if they're in, you know, retool mode, like not full rebuild, because they're, they're nearly there, right? I think the
1: Canes are probably a playoff team this year. they They were, they were there. nearly a playoff team last year, I think. And they've they really been be there for year. the
0: last two seasons. Yep. So the last, so the last, out of the last four, the first two, Right off. Last two were nearly there with kids. Yep. This year will be, should make it with the kids for experience. Yep. The following season,
1: something decent.
0: Have to be, have to be. Expectations. Yep. Have to be. And if you're not a threat, then you have to start again.
1: And the reason I like Carolina too is is now that his brother's there. I do like the idea of the brothers landing on the same team.
0: I just have this weird feeling that somehow, like, poetically, they'll end up on the same team. I think
1: it's that, though, TVR and J. I wonder if they can change their jerseys from saying Van like just to TVR TV and JVR. JVR.
0: I like that. That's cute. <laughs> That'd be good.
1: Um, and then the other option, and this one actually makes heaps of sense, but I'm sure their GM will fuck it up. Yeah. Uh, I believe JVR to the abs could be a good fit for either Eric Johnson or Matt or uh, Ty Barry.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing, though. like
1: Joe Sackick's a dumb cunt
0: well I was just going to say Sackick like you just got to contend with that level of stupidity yeah like that, it doesn't exist <laughs> like nobody else is that stupid you that, know that makes a lot of sense <laughs> for me though yeah they're, they're obviously the most logical choices right a few other moves for us today I want to talk
1: about these with you uh, Mark Mathos stay in Vegas for short lived because he's going to Dallas yep, love he it he came and went. He came and he came again and then he went.
0: Yeah. Did he I didn't think he even flew into Vegas? No, he? I don't it was. Think all he done it was all done for, like working from home style. Yeah. <laughs> just had the old Job Cullen. No but pants. <laughs> no uh, <yeah>, Mark
1: <laughs> Mathon in Dallas. I fucking love this move, and we'll talk more about it a little later on, but this is very good. Uh Zach Cassian's re-signed for three seasons with the Oilers. No, no, Zach five,
0: Cassian and his chops.
1: Five point eight five mil. Yeah, for, for three seasons, man, he adds value in that team. I'm all about that move. Yep. Um, Brent Connell is re-signed with the Caps for two years, three million dollars. John, how do you feel about that? Nothing move.
0: One point five a year makes sense. Former sixth overall pick. All,
1: all of the value being added there. On the, on your no, he did line. really.
0: He did really well last year. He was playing on the second line, Dickhead Oh, they gave me.
1: I'm just saying because he was on Boston and Tampa Bay's fourth line.
0: Yeah, no, he play- he played very well last year for the Caps. I, yeah, I think his best season statistically. Do
1: you know what I'm enjoying tonight? John's optimism about all the bullshit assets Washington have re-signed, and we'll get to that
0: later. I to be honest, the Brett Connolly one is probably the st- least the best of your one. problems. Yeah. Like it's probably like honestly, it's probably the best one. How do we feel about the Calgary Flames
1: landing Travis Hammonick from the Isles? Very good.
0: Well, there are so many suitors for Hamannick. Like, everyone... Like, there was the Duchesne
1: mm. conundrum. Like... Should we rename you... Matt Dushane to Matt Douche in Pain, Douche Pain?
0: No, because it's not his fault.
1: Well, he's a douche and he's in pain.
0: Yeah, but I feel like... And he's he... not
1: a douche. His name's just douche.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of just feel like he's just a byproduct of... Mm. An unnecessary byproduct of having a dog shit GM.
1: Joe Sacki? Joe Sadkump. Ooh. Um, Joe Shitkump. Calgary, though, that top four defense... Yep. Giordano, Dougie Hamilton, TJ Brody, Travis Hammony. Getting good. That's good. Getting good. Uh, Ben Chiaro, two-year extension with the Jets. Love it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Andy Andreoff, sticking with the Kings for two years. Uh, Depth player, love it. His one that seems to have dudes baffled. Yep. Ryan Reeves was worth a first-round pick to go to Pittsburgh. Yeah. A team who's won two Stanley Cups by playing a fast game without an enforcer now believes they need one after Sid's treatment this year. Firstly, I think calling Reeves just an enforcer sells him short because he's a good hockey player.
0: No, he's a, he's a great hockey player and a great personality. And a great personality. But but his production is going to, I'm going to say, triple.
1: I do find it interesting, though, in an era where we're prioritising speed over everything else, that bringing an enforcer in for Sid was the answer. And given but that he's it's such a copycat fast. league. I know, I know, I know. But given that it's such a copycat league and everyone's going to copy the Pens as two time champs. Yeah.
0: Well, all, in, all, in a season.
1: Yeah, all this talk about. Um, speed, speed, speed. are done. Yeah. Speed, speed, speed. Fighting's down, fighting's down. Is every second person going to go, oh, I mean, if fucking Pittsburgh have Ryan Reeves, I mean, we're well, we going to have to Edmonton have
0: Cassian, so...
1: Edmonton got Maroon as well. Yeah, and I Luch know. And Darnell Nurse. Yeah. Edmonton could have the most bangers in the league, actually. Now yeah. it Which is a hilarious turn of events. I know. Here's one for you. As your Washington Capitals shared divisional shelf space with Pittsburgh... Mm-hmm. Are, are, you and Tom, kicked out of are you and Tom Wilson worried about being in the same division as Ryan Reeves?
0: No, I love <laughs> Ryan Reeves.
1: Tom Wilson has dealt <laughs> out many a shithouse hit on a penguin before.
0: Yeah. I
1: suspect Tom Wilson might not be so pretty after this season.
0: <laughs> are you suggesting that you, your boy Reeves is going to like do a couple of numbers on his face? We've often said Ryan Reeves is our favorite enforcer. He very rarely loses a fight, I think you'll find, and is, in, is, not, is partial in swinging... All of his things towards an opposition bench.
1: I reckon Tom Wilson is gonna get the absolute fuck kicked out of him this year. Yeah. On more than one occasion. Probably. You guys play we five actually have You guys no play five fighters. times. Yeah. Five times. We actually
0: no one else really can bang other than him.
1: You're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love it.
0: Um, I actually really like
1: this move by the way. Yep. St. Louis acquiring Braden Shen. Yeah. And they've said they're going to move him off the wing, and given that they've moved on from Yori, uh, Letera, and that Stastny... Not Stastny, is it Bergland, or Stastny that's got the shoulder surgery? Bergland. Is it? Is it? One of them. Anyway. Uh, uh, they g- g- injured all year last year. They- they're anyway, going to move sorry. Shen into the middle. Yeah. That's I'm gonna, interesting. I'm going after him hard in fantasy. Wow. Mm. That's
0: super interesting, because we're usually find players playing out of position usually fucks up so i'm keen to see how this plays out yeah cuz obviously Duran's well he's not out of position
1: out. though because he's played both his whole life he's switched between but the left putting wing him and dead the center, center dead center yeah
0: yeah cuz obviously it's not going to work with Duran like this is just going to be mm. terrible correct because it's, it's montreal yeah it's montreal
1: will this. fuck duran up by making him the center
0: yeah and then they're like going to get really cut and then in 2 years they are going to like trade him for like peanuts at best
1: at best yeah um yep. we talked about this very, very briefly before, the Rangers yes. needed some cap consumption help and they moved Derek Stepan and Antti Aranta to Arizona in exchange for Anthony D'Angelo and the seventh pick in the draft, Yay. which was Lias Anderson. Uh, Lias <laughs> Anderson's going to be a very good hockey player. Yeah. And I don't hate the move Um, for New York. I understand the financial motivation behind it. Stepan and Ranta, though, in Arizona, that's cool.
0: Yeah, I'm just. Ranta
1: gets his shot at being a surefire number one. OEL's going to take the captaincy on the blue line for the Yotes. Sense. It's time. Stepan's going to be a number one center. Yep.
0: That's cool. So, with this with this deal, though, the Yotes are immediately better.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, we can talk about that briefly now if you want, or do you, we can save it for the team summaries. No, let's let's move on. Let's, let's move, move on. on. All right. Well, it's interesting that you say move on because the next one is quite funny for me, John.
0: Well, here's the thing, right? The band has been out of commission for... What?
1: Are we talking about the Hawks and sad? Yeah, yeah. We kind of already talked about yeah, that. Yeah, let's move on. Let's, let's move, move on. on. I was actually going to talk
0: about TJ Oshie. Love eight me. years, John. Love the money. Hate the term.
1: 5.75 over eight years. It's just... You've just paid a sniper a
0: fuckload. For no reason. He's already money. in his 30s. so He's going to be there in his 40s. Oh, this is ridiculous. Gosh. As a Capitals fan, are you a little salty? Um... I I agree with the cash because I thought it was going to land under six and above five.
1: Has GMBM lost his fucking marbles?
0: I think he's gone insane. So he when he started, he did a great job. He re, he tooled to I guess for the win now strategy and did a good job with that. Picked up mm. Miskin and picked up Warficker off the bat. But makes you did moves.
1: But John, you didn't win.
0: I know. And now we're fucked. Yes. All right. Hey, is it funny that the caps caps fucked?
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah. What do we feel about the Black Hawks moving on from Nicholas Yalmerson to the Yotes? Yeah. He was basically one of three capable defensemen they had, and now they've they've got Duncan Keith. Like and Brent I said, Seabrook, the Yotes are immediately better, but they've got Keith and Seabrook, right? And so they've got two defensemen in their thirties who are yeah. going to have to shoulder each twenty-five minutes a night. No,
0: no, it'd be more like nearly thirty. And then prospects.
1: Bad move. Not loving it. Yep. Um, how do we feel about Schlenko being flicked from the Knights to Montreal? I actually think the Habs made out like bandits here. They gave up a fifth rounder for him.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised that this one had me because I was dead set that Schlenko was going to stick with the Knights. Yeah, I had him in my projected. opening night roster. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I, I don't, I'm not sure. GMGM's done this with a couple of his moves and I'm like... What's he? Doing? You know how
1: we gave him a really good expansion draft grade.
0: Yeah. Now I'm thinking of retracting it down to like a C plus.
1: His decisions over the last week have me Baffled. very concerned.
0: Like not a, so because his exce- emergence out was great, and he's accepted
1: dog shit for some of these returns.
0: Yeah, like so this what? one had me. I'm, I was so confused. I'm like. Why has he picked up these players? Like, unless he's got side deals... Oh, he has to. There has to be, like... But, like, that Matho Hath- deal, right? He I was a- convinced Matho was going to stay. Like, why wouldn't you do that? He
1: got a 2020 pick and a, hmm. and a prospect in the AHL for Matho. There was eight teams aggressively pursuing him, and you're telling me that's the best return you can exactly. get. Exactly.
0: Unless there was... Unless there's something else. Which
1: tells me the deal with Dallas is like, yeah, we'll give you this now. But... And in two years... Oh, there's,
0: there has to be something. Right? That, you know, fucking. But some, I'm kind of getting pissed some, off Somebody's somebody's cleaning his car for a month or something. I'm kind of getting
1: pissed off though because it essentially feels like there's 30 under the table side deals that we're never going to know anything about. And we just have to sit here like idiots going, what the fuck is going What is, is he doing?
0: Um, but I feel like every analyst is doing the same thing. Like everyone I've read is like, nobody really knows what GMGM's doing right now.
1: I got no idea. Also, when you say anal- when you say analyst, I always laugh and I think of Tobias from Arrested Development and Analropist and I and I, I lol. I'm into it, but <laughs> I think this could actually be my favorite trade of the offseason. All right, I fully back. I fully back. Yep, the Ebolé Strome swap, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. think the Isles have made out like bandits. Like they drafted Strom high, he hasn't performed how they thought. Flipped him new landing spot and Chiarelli's like cool let's give him a crack because let's well, just he, he, one. well he gets cap relief out of it yeah. because he's going to need the money for well, Connor and Leon he, right he
0: pays significantly less it's like a couple of mil isn't well, it well he's
1: going to pay he's going to end up committing you know 21 million dollars a year to Connor and Leon right he needs that money he could put it's Strome on Connor's wing yeah probably 23 actually yeah, yeah. he can put Strom on Connor's Th- wing that term well <laughs> put him on <laughs> Connor's wing and he'll probably get for points in return the Isles get to say hey John Tavares look we are actively trying to help you. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Ebelay has actually scored 60 points a year for yeah. God knows how long. It's going to be unreal. Great, best winger. Yeah, you've used had. to be the face of a franchise. Yeah. So I think that, that could be my favorite yeah. trade because everyone won. Have friends. Like the Oilers got the cap relief yep. and the Isles have been able to actually demonstrate to Ta- Tavares
0: why he should yep. stay. So um, we talked about TBR. Um, I think we can move on. Yeah, because now he's playing for the Carolina Blackhawks. I mean, Hurricanes?
1: Ch- Chicago Hurricanes. Carolina Hawks.
0: To be honest, I'm so confused. With Sports. Stan Bowman so keen on getting the 15-16 band back together. Um, I feel like he's just... he's That's his number one focus. I feel like Taser and Kane have barged into his office and they're like, bring everybody out. Everybody back right now. Everybody.
1: How do you feel about Mike Smith uh, being the number one tendy in Calgary? Um, at 35.
0: To be honest... It makes sense because everyone sucked last year except for Chad Johnson.
1: Well, and here's the thing too, right? He Mike, was
0: actually a solid tender, Mike f- f- for Phoenix. Mike Smith is Arizona ten- Phoenix. Ten- Where are they playing? They're playing Phoenix now, don't they?
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, it's the, it's the Arizona Coyotes because they wanted to be statewide, not city specific. Yeah, that's right. right. Um, but I mean, he put up okay numbers behind a rubbish
0: defense. Yep. The Flames' defense, could I be think, he's good. Top four, I think. Dude, I had him in fantasy for ages because of his no- sheer numbers were mm-hmm. out of control. Like because he faced so many shots that like his save percentage was always ridiculous. Well, it's going to be like the Preds, right? He's playing fifty minutes
1: a night behind an epic top four. He'll Correct. probably be really good. So
0: I like him. And the last one to knock off
1: for us, um, Montreal, of course, dealt away another promising D man in Nathan <laughs> Bayou. Um, to Buffalo, improving Buffalo's blue line, fantastic. They did it for a third round pick.
0: <laughs> for cool, no, for no decent reason. Cool as per usual.
1: Cool Bergevin,
0: and obviously we know where N. landed. Um, Look, I got to be honest with with the whole Habs thing, right? Mm. And like, I mean, we, maybe we could get into that now in terms of. Well, you've timed it very
1: well because I would now like to get very stuck in Montreal and the Washington Capitals. Well,
0: let's lead with with the Habs, right? Well, so, let, let, can we
1: also lead with you, the listener, who's having a worse off season? Montreal or Washington.
0: To me, it's a real line ball because it really is. The caps have been blowing it so hard like and like the conversation I had with you earlier today. So, Cam calls me and he's like, "What's up with Orpic? What the fuck?" And I'm like, "Here's one thing that caps fans don't want to admit and that ever, I've been shouted down from the rooftops in Orpik every Orpic
1: has sexy pictures of capital's management." Uh, yes. There has to be there has to be sexy pictures involved.
0: But for real so this is the Trots likes veteran players and works best with with veterans. Like, if you ask him who's the best player he's worked with, he'll always say Shea Weber. He loves yeah. old defense. Like, not old, but veteran defensemen. Rugged. Gritty. Handsome. No. Oh. Leadership. Quit oh, right.
1: My mistake. Damn leadership qualities. Ah,
0: uh, right. Cools, man.
1: I'm going to reel off the key moves for each team and yeah. I would like you to speak to them because okay. you're emotionally invested.
0: I am. So and cut. It, it, as a
1: whole, in total, <laughs> here's what the Washington Capitals have done in this offseason. Keen. Nate Schmidt lost to expansion for zero return. Keen. Carl Olsner lost to free agency zero return.
0: I actually am okay with that. That's one I don't care about. Marcus
1: Thanks. Johansson forced to be traded to the New, De- New Jersey Devils for second and third round picks that they Which got they for got free. for free. As a leaf move Marcus Johansson Who scored 50 points this year Correct. Had his best season
0: statistically Actually On the looks second line, like
1: He's destined to Blow up
0: Yep And so last year Was his coming out party And basically Fucking had a, One of the best seasons Of his career And did, Like has been to arbitration Twice So the yep. team's treated him Like shit Yep uh, No love
1: lost there in DC Nope Uh I'm actually cut to lose Mojo. Paid an absolute ransom for Kuznetsov. Seven point eight million dollars a year because he said
0: I will go back to the KHL, where we had to let him. He, you know, he refused to start playing for us because Mm. he wanted to win a couple of championships over there. And he's like, "Fuck you, I'm not coming. Fuck you, I'm not coming. Fuck you, I'm not coming." Eventually came, was dog shit in his first year. Was much better in his second year. Was heaps good last year. Now we're paying nearly eight million
1: dollars a year for eight years. Rough. I don't like the term. I hate the term. And I don't like the money. I hate the money. Given that he's been a ghost in one of his two playoff series. Correct. And I don't know if I like his attitude.
0: Uh, you can probably take take issue with the haircut as well. <laughs> I do. Too much term for Roshi Yeah. That was huge. Still have Orpik on the book. Held somehow. on to
1: Brooks Orpik. My God. Why? Acquired Anthony Peluso. Well. Acquired Devante Smith-Pelly. I, that's probably the only one. Next to the Olsner. I would dead set say the two best moves you've made is acquiring Peluso's fists because you want Tom Wilson to move into a second-line role and actually score as opposed to fight. Mm-hmm. And you've acquired Smith Pelly as a fourth-line winger.
0: Yeah, who's going to play 30, 40 games, maybe and 50.
1: Then, and then 40 games for Hershey. Yeah, well, I,
0: he's on a two-way. He can go up and down. That's the point. So the idea is obviously to bring in Nate Walker um, in, to play that 10 to 15-game yeah. role. Um, up and down, bring in a little bit of speed because he's a fast dude, and he's like five yep. eleven, so five he's a bit 11, shorter.
1: Five eleven, two hundred. Yeah. So, John, just to confirm, the Washington Capitals haven't added anything in defence. Nope. They haven't added anything on offence. Nope. You've lost Olsner. Yep. You have. Uh, what else have you done? You've lost Allsner. Yep. You've lost Schmidt. Yep. You have lost Mojo. Yep. And you are spending too much money on Kazi and Oshi. Correct. And you are stuck with traffic cone or pick.
0: Yes. Keep in mind, How do you we do- have yet to sign Jay Borowski, who's a legitimate jet, who emerges. A- or Burakovsky? Burakovsky, Burakovsky my Burakovsky bad. And, and Graba, Gruby remains unsigned. Unsigned. And yet we signed Phoenix Copley for no good reason. He's already golly, and we got a legit like starter who's playing for Hers- Hershey behind Copley. Yep. for no good reason.
1: So that tells you Graba getting traded.
0: Unequivocally, they're. This is the this is the thing, right? They have to have a package deal in the works for Grubauer oh, and Orpik, sense. or it makes no sense. If it if it pays off, is, and that, they've with, got is a package that with is that with GMGM? Or if Grubauer to Vegas, there's almost nobody else. You know so there I mean? we
1: go, guys. You got it on the record. They've held on to Orpic to send him, him with Grubauer to Vegas, and that's going to help the Golden Knights get to keep the in cap mind GMGM
0: GM also likes Demon. Loves, loves Brooks Orpic. loves him. All right, All Right.
1: So overall, though, your team, so your team who got who won the Presidents Trophy two years in a row, who got knocked out in the second round of the playoffs two years in a row, have they improved or have they gotten worse? They've gotten worse. Are you a playoff team? No. Nope. Oh, you're a playoff team. Potentially. You Do you get knocked out in the first round?
0: Probably by the Leafs.
1: As a Capitals fan who's invested 15 years of emotion, money. How are you feeling right now? I'm currently wearing... Currently wearing a Smashing Capitals jersey. Which
0: I picked up from Verizon Center.
1: So cut. How do you feel knowing that you're suffering from a cup hangover without a cup? Pretty cut. How do you feel knowing that a journalist today said you're still a contender? Would you like to know what meth that person is smoking?
0: And how does one get some? Mm. Was it the finest and cheapest?
1: Allow me to see you, your Washington, and raise you a Montreal... So, shout out to my friend Luke, shout out to my friend Cam, both of you are Habs fans, um, both of you are
0: finally realising
1: they've got no fucking idea what they're doing.
0: Here's the thing, we have been roasting poor Lukey for the better part of two weeks. God, God, so, God bless that man. God ble- So, let's be honest, the lead up to trade deadline was glorious. Hilarious. And then, since then, it's been non-stop the
1: poor kid has gotten fucking roasted we've so been
0: McFist fucking him on the daily so anyway let's let's leave from the top um, they acquired so Jonathan And remember I want your glib I'll, I'll do the yeah. points and cause you respond yeah, yeah. Okay. cause I like your glibness alright because I'm cut mm. yeah. so
1: they acquired Jonathan Drouin and they wanted to play on the centre two thumbs up yep but they want to play in the centre they want to play on the, the centre and we feel that will ruin him <laughs> because he's a winger he's <laughs> a natural winger <laughs> They lost Mikhail Sergachev, their number one, not only number one defensive prospect, yep. their only solid prospect coming through the pipeline to get Drew in. Correct. Whilst I understand you've got to give something to get something. There he goes. That's a fucking Huge. big loss. Especially big loss. when big. you've got no other puck movers on your blue line. Because you had one and
0: traded him season before.
1: You acquired Carl Olsner, win.
0: But it, not a puck moving in Not a center. puck He's moving Stayed defensive. home, shut down.
1: You've already got three shutdown down, you,
0: Yep. Yep. So you getting were... the puck out of
1: your own zone is going to be... Very hard. Fucking difficult. Lots of stretch passes, not carrying it out. Oof. That's, you were unable to rough. re-sign Alexander Radulov and yes, we know we haven't talked about him yet, because we'll get to we're Dallas in a that. minute. Oh god. You were unable to land Mark Mathoe, who said the only Canadian team he would play for is Ottawa. Yeah, so, shit. Lol. You Next. committed too much term and price, and we've left this one to now. Sorry, too much term and cash to carry price.
0: Yeah, I'm the payday so let's let's talk, let's talk the cash. Well, first. let's
1: let's pump the brakes. We get it. He's your best player. You have to pay him, right? And you're paying him 10.5 mil. For the eight term, years. like, uh, you know what? I'd probably be less cut if it was four. You're paying an injury-prone goaltender who's been who's, out who's for had back issues. So, the last, last two years. years
0: has been out for like more 30% than 30 season. of the games. Let's say, no more, because he was out for the almost the entire oh, season. Yeah, the year good call, good So he's, played, he's been out for out of two seasons, out of two whole seasons. He's played one whole season. All right.
1: So he's missed 50% of the games Back issues
0: Frequent injuries
1: And he, as your goalie, is your best player And I understand that you pay your best player However, the term and the money you have given him Mr. Mark Bergevin Rendered you incapable of paying Alexander Radulov the money he needed To stay Demanded And you needed him
0: Repeat after me Park, moving defenseman
1: yeah, you couldn't get one of them, and you were unable to sign Puck. one of the few bright defenseman. spots on your on your wing. Yep. Fucked it. In addition, oh, you were unable... Is, to,
0: I think this is funnier than the carry Price. It is. You up. were
1: unable to swing a deal for Matt Duchesne. Yep. And you have alienated and publicly bullied Alex Galchenik and dumped him on your fourth line and said he's yep. not cutting it, and were unable to trade him, meaning... You he's, are stuck with him. Which this, means, this is the equivalent so, of like a corporate workplace saying, we don't like you and we're going to performance managing you out. Yeah, but then right? forgetting about it or, six months later. Or not having the means to do it and the person still working for you 12 months later and, and them just sitting there looking at you every day going... What in obscurity.
0: Do you still work here? I hate you. Oh, so this is the thing, right? He is going to be... He's going to be there every deadline. They're not going to be able to move him. He's going to keep... He's just going to stay in that in that lineup, and they're, they're still going to be moving him up and down. He'll play some games on the top line. He'll play some games on the bottom line. The only they're not sen- going to know what he's there for.
1: The only sensible thing I see them doing now, and this this needs them to be sensible, is the top line is Pacioretty, Galchenik, and Druin. If they have an attack of the stupids, yep. and they say, we don't like Galchenik's style, and we're dumping him on our fourth line. I don't really understand that. Pat force Druin into the center, you're going to fuck with Druin's production. Yep. Which, in turn, you're going to fuck with Pacioretty's production. Which and you're going to bury Galchenik line. on your bottom line. Or the third. Lowering his trade value. And you're not going to get for him what you should have gotten the first
0: place. And then in two years... And you're
1: not getting Matt Duchesne. Because nope. apparently, out of all the teams, the most serious talks are now with Boston. Yeah. Which, and I'm not even saying that as a Bruins fan. I'm actually shocked. I'm like, how? Why? Apparently, apparently Joe Sakic has a massive hard-on for Brandon Carlo. <laughs> Duchesne for Carlo and I'd say I would assume Spooner
0: is a trade-rape at a half.
1: I'm super into it because whilst we are home-growing our defence and I don't want to lose Carlo, I'm very confident that Jacob Zabril is going to turn out quite well. Yeah,
0: and McAvoy is already a legend. McAvoy is already a
1: legend. Always so Vaughan's you're... It's,
0: it's not bad. So you may, while you may not be threatening next year, fucking... If it's our, not going to be bad. It's going to be better than last if year. If our probably. top
1: line is Marchand, Bergeron and Pastranach... Not bad. And then the second line is like... Um, Shane. Bacchus, DeShane And Krejci
0: Jeez That's not shit That's That's pretty good That's pretty fucking you good You just had a fucking Realisation Glass shattering moment Yeah How, I don't really understand that Anyway So I so, think the yeah. Galchenic piece Is probably My favourite part About the Habs Because I mean They've bullied him For 12 months but And I couldn't mean, do anything if, with him Here's the thing right With the Caps If you look at both of them together Like Let's look at it this way The Caps have fucked it because they have missed... they've essentially they managed their they've missed the cap window. No no they managed their, their salary cap based on the fact that they assumed in out of out of a three year period they would win a cup within at least one of those three years. Yep. That's why Jay Will's contract was two years. That's why Oshi was given a two year contract. Yep. However it turned out that Oshi was red hot and played really well with O V, so they had to keep him, right? So the interest Williams thing, didn't look like he made sense, but yeah. he like In the grand scheme of things, he's a rental.
1: So the interesting thing out of this, it doesn't seem like you are blaming Capitals management for this because on paper, they made all the right moves and all the right term, projecting that you would win a cup in this time frame. Didn't. And they probably should have. So who's, so who's who's let you down more? Washington management or the Washington
0: players? It's probably the players. Wow! But you look at it this way, right? The team was managed and built, and from the ground up on paper, you look at them versus, say, the Penguins or Nashville. They probably should have won it. But the Capitals got to the Capitals, and they blew it. The Capitals got in their own way. That's right. So we got to a Game 7, and what happened in Game 7? Fucked it. We probably should have won that game, right?
1: All right. So let me put this to you then. Very simple. Who is a bigger loser, Montreal or Washington? (sighs) Bearing in mind...
0: The, the Habs in, are not close to playoff contention. Bearing in you. mind, let me reel
1: off your division for you. Yep. Metropolitan Division. Yep. Where you live. Yep. And all I need is an answer on this Carolina Hurricanes, better or worse? Better. Columbus Blue Jackets, better or worse? Better. New Jersey Devils, better or worse? Significantly better. Islanders. Same. Rangers. Same. Flyers. A little better. Penguins. Much better. You guys.
0: Worse. Fuck
1: me. Yeah. Are the Capitals a playoff team in that division? Close. Close. Or will you be safe by the fact that the current playoff format means you can snake a wild card out of the dog shit Atlantic teams?
0: Yeah. I feel like, if anything, so I think to be honest, yes, the Devils and and the Canes are much better.
1: Still not at your level.
0: Uh, I think that, that look look at their top lines. I mean, they don't quite have the depth yet. They're still relying on a lot of kids and they that they, they have to. Yeah. If this was next like season it's not even close yeah okay but because we've still got the right and I mean Kuzi's still mad like Andre Borowski is still a fucking legend yeah TJ's still good like there's still lots of good dudes however I think the real challenge is for the Habs like yeah they have slid significantly like if I'm thinking where are we gonna land if I'm a Habs fan I'm thinking what's playoffs gonna look like are you playing playoffs
1: hmm let me let me remind you of something else in your division now and here's a team I'm going to watch with great interest next year the Hurricane. Yeah. Let me read you off their projected lines. Huge. Jeff Skinner and Victor Rask, Terra Teravainen.
0: Oh, we love Tivo. We love TiVo.
1: Sebastian Aho. Huge. Fucking yeah. Jordan Style Elias Lindholm. Get around this third line, Lee Stempniak, Derek Ryan, Justin Williams. Fuck. I was so I was so convinced that Stempniak
0: was going somewhere. How did no one pick him up?
1: Look at this yeah, look at this defense. Top pair, Noah Hannafin, Justin yep, Fork. Huge. Jacob and Brett Pesk. Class Delbarg, Trevor Van Riemsdyk. And let's not forget your boy, because we were leaving this one till the end. Yeah. Scott Darling in net. Yeah. That's a pretty good team, right? I'm kind of on board with the Canes. Well, they've missed the playoffs by... Shocking jerseys still, by the way. Yeah.
0: They're Aztec jerseys all the time, though.
1: Let's talk about the Yotes line combo after their moves. Look at this top line. Max Domi, Derek yeah. Stepan, Eric, uh, Anthony DeClaire. Yeah. And then Clayton Keller, Dylan Strome, Tobias reader Not a bad top six. On defense, that's a lot yeah. better now. OEL def- o- o- e- with Nicholas Yarmoufson. They have seen, like, they've improved. Goligoski with Shakroon and then Luke Shen on the bottom
0: yeah. there. And Antti Ranter. In yeah. There. It, it looks better, right? They're not if an it, easy beat. Here's the thing. If it clicks... It's signifi- It's a significant upgrade.
1: Would you know what else I like about him? Nick Cousins on the fourth line. Yeah. Grinder from Philly. I really uh-huh. like that. Uh huh. I don't know a hell of a lot about their third line center. I'm um, Christian Dvorak, but he's flanked by. Is um, it Dvorak? Dvorak, yeah, that's better. Yeah. yeah. He's flanked by Polini and Jamie McGinn, who are kind of handy too. So again, I like Jamie McGinn. Yotes, Makes sense. Very, very improved.
0: Well, and that's the thing. Like a number of teams through a couple of little. Choice acquisitions have have made some. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say leaps and bounds. That's not fair, but I think they've definitely made a couple of upgrades to be like less shit than well, last year.
1: I love, right? I love that first year GM John Chaker. Yeah, laughed. Everyone's like, "What's this kid doing?" Doesn't know what he's yeah, doing. Yeah,
0: the old boys are like, "Fuck off, kid." Tell you what, man, you're looking alright. Looking too bad. I would like to move on to the New Jersey Devils. Of which we are both pumped.
1: We've got two very close friends in the Devils fandom. Let me read you our projected lines. Which look great. Adam Henrique, Travis Zajac, and Carl Palmieri.
0: <sighs> not can't set, break them up.
1: Not setting the world on fire. You can't break them up. But they'll get the job done. They will. All right. And you know what? Solid. Second line. Yeah. Taylor Hall. Yeah. Marcus Johansson. Yeah. And with first overall draft pick Nico Heischer on the wing. Looking good. Because he is a winger and a center. And because they have somehow landed Mojo, and because they landed Brian Boyle, And because they, they have made now, that ridiculous trade for Hall, they have now afforded themselves the ability to shelter him a little bit, not force him into the middle. So are you suggesting that Taylor
0: wing? Hall will just start just playing hockey as opposed to legitimately carrying an entire team on his back? All right. If we go Henrik
1: Zajek Palmieri, first line. Yeah. Second line. Taylor Hall Marcus Johansson Nico Hichel Geez you know
0: who Taylor Hall is going to be A significantly less Stressed dude next year
1: Third line I think we could be Looking at uh, I quite like his Bruising style Miles Wood Yeah With that Russian kid Pavel Zaka centering him And then Stefan Nosen On the wing Fourth line Centered by Brian Boyle Chuck a couple of Grinding wingers Done Not shit They're still fucked On defense Yeah Their best defenseman's Ben Lovejoy But they've got Corey Schneider Let's assume. Look, they're still not a playoff team. No, dudes are going to put a
0: lot of shots on them because that—that's what they do. Fucking kills but me. But right? offense is better. They're going to score goals
1: finally. Yeah. yeah.
0: So maybe they'll—they'll they'll play the the Dallas card. That toss as many goals in as possible and hope that you don't get outscored. Two points. Um,
1: this is a three to four goal per night team now with those yeah. lines. Good on you for your absolutely fantastic segue to Dallas because we've left everything Dallas related. To the very end.
0: And this is for a good
1: reason. This is obviously my balls. This is blowing my balls off a little bit.
0: We we have not talked about Rajalov.
1: We haven't talked about Bishop, Rajalov, a little bit of Matho. There's there's a lot to like. Big Marty, Big Rig, Hansel.
0: There's there's so many things to
1: like about Dallas. Well, let's have a little looky loo at this. Top line. Jamie Ben, Tyler Sagan, Alexandra Radulov. Fuck me.
0: That's a 250-point line, if healthy. So, we were doing the math today. 80 so, points for each of the so, first two
1: and 70 for Rangelov. So,
0: we did the math. So, they could legitimately be looking at, potentially, anywhere between 200 to 300 points from one line. line. <sighs> and the second line. Can Ryan. you imagine if they could, like maintain that production value? Second line, centered Fucking by hell. Jason
1: Spezza. You've got Jan Mark and Richie on the wings. Not amazing. I love the third line. Anton yeah. Russell, Martin Hansel, Dennis Gur- um, Gurianov. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love that line. Here's the other thing, too. You could flip Devon Shaw or Radic Fasker up onto that line as well as a winger. Um, fourth line's a bit of a nothing thing.
0: No, oh, Adam Cracknell's still there, man.
1: Defense, though. Issa Lindell, <laughs> John Klimberg. <laughs> Klimberg had a sophomore slump. He did. He's going he's, off you this. You reckon year. he's coming back? Dan Hemweis and Stephen Johns. Stephen Johns. One season under the belt, going to kill it. Yeah, Mark Matho is a stabilizer on that third pair. Ben Bishop in net. I fucking love Upgrade. it. Upgrade. Are you ready for it? Upgrade. Back me up on this, John. Yep. What did I say last night, nine hours before Radulov was signed?
0: Radulov to the stars. I said, I, I fucking guaranteed John
1: and I said, guaranteed Radulov to the stars. Because and they lo and
0: behold. It.
1: Guess where I reckon Yarg's is going. Vegas. Dallas. You reckon he's Second going? Second line right wing, Dallas.
0: Wow.
1: Wow! If this turns out how do they we still think, have,
0: do they still have the cap space? Go to CapFriendly right now.
1: CapFriendly I yeah,
0: kind of feel know. like if they've got the money, because but what, what's he? What's he worth really? Yards? Yeah. What like two? Uh, two mil. Two, 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 five. If you got him for three mil a year,
1: and you sign him for two
0: years, you, you wouldn't be. I don't think they. I reckon they give him one year plus performance bonuses. That's that seems. I'm to not be, sure
1: he would take a one year deal.
0: What's what's their? So I mean, this Dallas make still have listening.
1: Dallas still have four point seven mil. Yeah, they're taking him. So they're taking him. If I'm re looking at this Dallas team now,
0: right? Whose one role was and because you, they you, you, not... you
1: go Ben Sagan Radulov, you go Jan Mark Spesser and Yaga, you go Russell, Hansel and Richie, and then you go Curtis McKenzie, um, Radic Fusker and Devin Shaw.
0: So here's the thing: they're not rebuilding, they're not retooling,
1: they're going for it.
0: They're in full on. So obviously, this is
1: swinging the fences, win the games by offense going for it. Yeah,
0: and so obviously last year's like approach has just been kicked into like next gear. They're like right, and in their defense, toss offense at it. In their defense, they have picked up some defense though. They got fucked by injuries last year. They did, but like really badly. And more importantly, they've I guess they've tried to bring. Ben and Sagan a little bit of relief because like Ben and Sagan's role was like legitimately though like everyone's injured you need to carry this team. Alright,
1: so are we saying after everything we've discussed tonight, we've been going for a while now. We have, well over an hour. The best most improved team based off the offseason maneuvers has been Jim Neal's Dallas Stars.
0: Yep. Closely followed by, I would suggest uh, Carolina Hurricanes.
1: I would also say the Tampa Bay Lightning have been sneaky good. They have. Because I would say gaining Miguel Sergachev and gaining Chris Kunetz.
0: Very, very under the radar. I think it's going to be a very interesting season
1: next year. All right, I want to hear from you your three favorite teams in the East. Yep. and your three favorite teams in the West, based up. on
0: trades or overall?
1: Just overall, overall. Because we won't we won't tackle every team because we'll be here all. We'll, we'll night. be here all night. three favorite Eastern teams as they currently stand now, based off the moves that have been made.
0: Yeah. So for me, it's pretty clear that, like you said, Tampa Bay are looking great. Um, I think it would be hard to to go past. Uh, I guess Pittsburgh have made the right moves. They are very close to maybe a three-peat. It's going to be... If I had to pick my
1: top three teams out of the Eastern it's gonna Conference... It's going to be rough. And then the Leafs. I'm saying, yeah, the Leafs, the Lightning, and the Pens. Yeah. Out of the West, Oilers. Dallas. Dallas. Nashville.
0: Yeah. I think... Okay, so real quick, underlining that, how do you...
1: I'm writing this down for
0: reference. Yeah, yeah. How do you think Vegas are going to go, knowing that GMGM's obviously got a number of things up his sleeve? You know what? I would add a fourth to the East. I would add...
1: Who did we say for the West? We said the Oilers, the Predators, and
0: Stars. Stars. I would add a fourth to the East, which would be the Canes. Like, if you're a Canes fan right now and there's like four... You reckon? I reckon they are significantly improved.
1: So what do we say? Leafs? Englands and Lightning Lightning.
0: with a Smokey being why don't we say overall
1: Smokey Canes yeah
0: and to be fair they've been really close to the playoffs each year and I think they'll I reckon based on that so so we're not saying a Smokey we're saying biggest mover
1: let's say yeah and would you like to add the Devils
0: and and the winner of the Movers and Shakers category this year would you like to say (laughs) the Devils
1: because I'm going to say the Devils still aren't a playoff team but they're better they're going to lose games by less and they're going to be on the fringe at a number of points throughout the season. Yeah.
0: Do you suggest, though, that based on this, just this alone, we obviously don't know any performance of the 17-18 season. We're looking at the crystal ball. Do you think, again, that the strength is coming out of the East versus the West? over In, in terms of overall quality?
1: I think this could be the most evenly matched conference-v-conference conference season we're going to see in a very long time.
0: Wow. I still Dude, think that there's, there's quality this, to be had in the, I'm in the East. i looking at
1: this lightning roster, right? Andre Pallat, Kucherov, Alex Kaloyan, yeah, um, dude, Vladislav, look at that line, uh, yeah, Gerardi, Hedman, Dotchin, Coburn, yeah. Strollman, now Miguel Sergachev, correct, Tyler Johnson, Ryan Callahan, Stephen Stamko, Cedric, uh. um, and then Andre Vasilevsky and Peter Budaj. Daj. my fucking, God, the Daj. fucking bolts, eh?
0: I, dude, watch this space. And everyone was saying last year. They missed the playoffs. They had a bunch of injuries, though. What happens when you're when everyone's healthy? Stammers back and he's hungry. What and, happens? And Chris Kunitz.
1: That's right. I tell you what, a fully healthy Tampa Bay Lightning. Terrifying. Scares the shit out of me.
0: You should be scared. So, John, that brings us to the end of our banter. Dude, we've been talking for well over 90 minutes. Our wives are both incredibly upset with us. Nah,
1: my wife won't be upset tonight. Why's that? Well, we have some news. We have some news, loyal
0: fans, loyal
1: listeners. Friends, those of you who who continue to listen to
0: us, um, especially those in North America, who are by far our greatest base of listeners at the minute, which is actually mind blowing.
1: Just to, just to shed some light on to that. To be like, honest,
0: super humbling.
1: Very humbling, and yeah. it's actually wild how many subscribers we've got out of North America. Like John and I. Put this together, assuming that like nine dudes, like John's brother, would listen to it, and my brother, out of pity, yeah. And then a but couple of dudes. There's legitimately like thousands of people have been tuning in. Yeah, like like it's actually legitimately mental.
0: Like a couple of thousand people. So to, to be honest, R- we've, we've had tap in. we've had several thousand listens, and by several I mean tens of thousands of listens since Which we started. Ridiculous, is stupid. Given and like, that we're based
1: in a country where this is. Calling it a niche sport could be flattering. Like it's,
0: it, it, it is flattering.
1: Like it's like so it's so, so few people are down with hockey. Like we even sit in the niche sport rankings down here behind yeah, like our footy and our cricket and our rugby. We it's we still up there with like, lacrosse in Australia. Yeah, it's, like lacrosse might have a stronger foothold down here.
0: Yeah, like for real. For real. Yeah, like gridiron actually does.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, very very flattering. But the
0: reason we're being all humbling and complimentary, complimentary is. is weird. This is actually going to be our last podcast. This is the final Holy Park podcast. So this is the final one. This is obviously the conclusion of season two. Uh, Holy Park's been going for a bit over two years. Bit now. over two years now. We've we been started
1: just prior to a season launch a couple of years
0: back. Yeah, just before I, I left. Um, so we've we've been been nailing it, and unfortunately, life gets in the way. Life gets in the way. We've said that uh, a
1: number of times.
0: It does, and that's why we've had breaks here and there. Like we obviously took a break before. Um, during during the playoff season, obviously, um, Cam got busy, I got busy. It's um, really life weird. Life gets the way. Like, real life problems are getting in the way. And
1: they're not even problems.
0: No, that's it's just it, but living it's just your like, life. We,
1: we both have very demanding jobs. Yep. I've got a pair of little ones running around, that's and I right. would like my time to be their time, and yep. John's hoping to have a little one very soon.
0: That's right. So obviously, we're in the process. The process obviously worked for you couple of times It did But the, the, the biggest thing
1: For us having this conversation Was we had a talk about it And this could have gone One of two ways We think we've done A really good job We think it's been A, a high quality We think people have enjoyed it And that's because We've worked really hard on it Not just with the podcast We worked really hard On the website And the blogs And the content And that's the socials right. And it all It we all, it it all kind, of, kind of Brings it together And it clicks And we didn't believe Between the two of us We could continue to commit The time to making time. it as rad That's as it right. needs to be. So option B was if we did it, we did an episode once every fortnight. Or a month. There'd be very little content on the website just and be... the socials would be lacking. And we're like, do we want to do something half-assed or we would like to go out with it being good? And we made the decision we wanted it to be good and it went out as a good quality thing. And,
0: and it makes sense, yeah. us concluding at the end of a season... Like, we're heading into... I'd hate to start a season and, and then for it to fade drop out. Off. Like, and I'd I rather like, go out and bang. I feel like those of you who continue to listen, although we, we're still yammering on about why we're quitting. Um, lol. Lol. But, I mean, I feel like um, we've brought, uh, I guess, a little more colour to the conversation. We've tried to bring you some guests yep. um, that... Uh, you know, especially for you local dudes and internationals who are like, I wonder what hockey's like down in Australia. Yeah. Try to bring a couple of dudes that are pretty cool and sure. try and pump the vibe up. And, you know, we're, I feel like it's been a successful run, and but I just didn't want to get I into hope, it.
1: I hope we've helped grow the game in our little corner of the world even a little bit. More and importantly, I think
0: I've hoped that we've just entertained you, least yeah. listener, for, you know, longer than 10 minutes on your train right into work.
1: Well, and look, there's been, there's been a lot of people that have tuned in, like John said, but there's definitely been. I guess, some standouts. There's there's a handful of dudes who dead set were on board from episode one and gave us complimentary feedback then. And two years later, they're still listening. So yeah, you, big, you, you guys know who you are. Big your, thanks to everyone. Your Mats and your Lukes and all those dudes. Like, yep. y- you guys know who've been listening from the start. Um, obviously, Cheapskate Hockey have been incredibly helpful. They, you know, they backed us and they sponsored the show and from they helped one. us get set up and they gave us gear and they... They spruiked this via whatever means they could, which was not only helpful but very flattering.
0: Yeah, and very appreciative. Super humbling. Everyone we've met with the show yeah. has been great. So
1: those dudes have been awesome. Heath and Andy have been rad, and you should continue supporting what it is they're doing because I think they've got a little more longevity in them than we do, and I yeah. think they're doing a rad job.
0: At least we gave it a crack. Look, I, I will say we, we, with with humble like heart on hands, like <laughs> we've 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 had fun.
1: And we've exceeded our own expectations.
0: We've, all, I, to be honest, I legitimately thought it'd be like ten to fifteen people who'd listen every other week. Yeah, and I thought that yep. we'd probably have after two seasons we'd be thinking
1: fifty people max.
0: Should we? Should we really stop because not enough people are listening? And now we're like, should we stop because we can't give it we our full attention? We can't attention make it good. And. It's just going to be dog shit every other week. Correct. And
1: and, and not relevant. Yeah. Like and if and we're doing so it once every two weeks, like how Or I, even every cares? three or four weeks, we we'll would yeah. just be
0: like, wow. And we've started to drop off. And I mean, you know, I, I've i been working lots. You've had a lot of family stuff. It's important to, you know, to get into... Prioritize. What, what, what are we really going to do? And look, two seasons is great. Um, I think those of you who are still listening now... You know, it's it's been a, it's been a wild ride. So for those of you who have tweeted at us, those of you who have hit us up on Instagram, those of you who have agreed with us, more importantly, those of you who have disagreed with us. I got a couple man. of big gifts. Yeah, obviously, man. Obviously,
1: bigger thanks to Jason from Vancouver for his lovely gifts. Love it. And then obviously uh, Andrew from Boston for his equally as lovely gifts. Equally Very appreciated.
0: I'm just stoked that we had and some every- positive influence on somebody else's life. Well,
1: I was going to say for everyone who chipped in for my Phil Kessel tattoo. Ah, uh, that's the
0: GoFundMe. Yeah, still remains I
1: think a high point at the, the best doing thing a show <laughs> live from a, a, a tattoo, tattoo shop yeah, was th- pretty good I'm pretty stoked that I'll be able to in 10 years when my kids are old enough to understand how much of a fuckwit I am and go why have Which you got a Phil be, Kessel tattoo I feel like Common 10 years conversation, is probably yeah, ambitious <laughs> very <laughs> ambitious <laughs> why have you got a Phil Kessel tattoo I'll say you know what
0: a bunch of people from the internet paid for paid it because, for it, because
1: they, they thought we were kind of funny that's a cool story. That's a
0: good story, and we've we've got had a, look, a number of good stories. Met some good dudes, had some good times. Look, if you want to say, I've g'day been to abused
1: us, by someone at the local rink for saying something I didn't agree with.
0: Look, we're going to be down at the the, the ice and stangs, stang's game. game next week too. Yep. So if you want to pop by and say good day, we'll be there.
1: And guess what other shout outs are there? Obviously, uh, JFK and the great work that he does JFK. with the NSA Hockey Academy is fantastic.
0: Right. We call out Lukey every week, but yep. thanks, man. We appreciate it. Tommy and the guys at the, the Hockey boys. Academy
1: in Melbourne obviously yeah, yeah. doing great work growing the game with the kids. Yeah, yeah. Our buddy Josh Liefert
0: in Boston uh, was a guest on like our second show. Second and show, just because Josh and we I, called it a favor.
1: <laughs> Josh and I have been friends for many years now, yep. and it was, um, I found his support particularly reaffirming because he's obviously. An avid fan and a very knowledgeable hockey guy. And I guess to have him say, hey, you know what? I think you know what you're talking about. Good stuff. meant a lot and kind of gave us the confidence to go and do it.
0: And finally, big shout outs to Burt New Zealand guys. Yeah. Bigging us up on their website and um, paying any sort of attention and joining us on the show. Scott from the Ice Dogs. Scott from the Ice Dogs. And the Ice Dogs who reached out their hand and said, would you like to come and do some, some commentary work for us? And we
1: might still do that at some stage. As maybe, well. maybe. No, it, was, it was really cool. And that's the other good thing too, just because the podcast is done. John and I were friends before we did this and we will continue to be friends after this. And like I said, we'll be canning on next Thursday night at the Mustangs uh, and yeah. Ice game. So coming the, fr- the friendship going heads. nowhere,
0: which is good. And just come and tell us where ads and that you missed the podcast already lol
1: yeah I'm probably sure that won't happen here's and I the guess, thing nobody cares yeah. we've been
0: rattling on about being humble for 20 minutes and no one gives a fuck yeah
1: well I mean look and there's plenty <laughs> of other good hockey podcasts to fill your lives with anyway I would strongly suggest you subscribe to Puck Soup correct Spitting Chicklets I always listen to, to the Merrick Hockey versus Central I listen to it.
0: Hockey Central it's 25 minutes to 30 to 40 yeah. minutes and you can listen to it every day except the weekends I listen to it when I go running it's super easy it's good. Yeah. And they get on Jeff Marx on there every other week. It's great. Yeah,
1: so there's plenty more hockey content out there. You're probably not gonna miss us. We've had a great time and you're all fantastic.
0: Yeah, man. Well, this is it. Episode 56 is in the bank. This is the final holy puck episode. Bank. <laughs>